You're happy in the morning, but now you're feeling blue. Come on and set your arse down and have yourself a brew. You walked here from Killarney, and now you know it's true. You'll suck the cock of an Irishman before the night is through. Welcome back, America and Finland. <laughs> it's so great that you're here, and we're talking about how cold it is. Welcome back to the Cocktail Hour, episode 152, January 13th, 2023. How are you guys? Not We're as good. cold as some, but I don't like it. It's a no. whopping 48 degrees here. That's just inhumane. Can't take it, huh? <laughs> Kelly, Kelly, when your mom says it's 34 below wherever yeah. she is, yeah. do, do people just say, Fuck, <clears throat> I'm, I'm staying home? Oh, sure. Yeah, well, they go to work. Nobody stays home from work. But if it's cold enough, uh, I mean, it's thirty-four below. Everybody should stay home from work. Fuck, don't get out of bed. Yeah, I mean, you know, you know, the doctors and police and fire—they go to work. But I don't know. I mean, the mm -hmm. grocery store people. I'm not going to work if I got to go. Mark, I'm working in a grocery store. You should have bought it. Bought it yesterday when it was only ten below. That's when you should have come out and done your shopping. Well, the grocery store loves it because the the back, they just leave the door open and they don't have to run the cooler. <laughs> right. See? Yes. Oh, the, yeah. But all their, all their food is frozen, though. Yeah, Not yeah. the frozen foods. You know? There's all the people... food and testicles are frozen. No, yeah. I mean, really, what about like um, roofers? Things like that. You know, and wow, yeah. I mean, like my job is to, you know, I fix the highway, I pour cement, I do a roof. I'm, you know, do you they just do not? That. They just don't I, build houses in Canada in uh at 34 below. Winter. Nails. I think don't they work. take the day off. <laughs> the nails, nails don't work. Nails just shatter. <laughs> yeah, they, <laughs> nothing works at 34 below. You know, pour concrete. No, oi, oi, hey, oi. it's not happening. You know, yeah, you'd you'd pour the concrete and be like, well, I think it'll set by next spring when the when the water <laughs> melts in it. It doesn't matter. It's it, it'll freeze by for then anyway. So <laughs> exactly, then. you're gonna drive on ice. Yeah, you know, rows and concrete slabs. But that's Cement's true. I guess. Yeah, I guess you're in the winter. You're just you're always driving on ice and snow and snow and ice and so it's really smooth riding. There's no there's no potholes. Well, they they they. You know, they plow the roads, the streets in the city. In eastern Canada, they salt the piss out of it. That's why there's no, uh, <laughs> no, no cars, no cars no over 10 years old. Yeah. There's no what? Floors? Floors. Oh. In the cars. <laughs> I had a yeah. 77 Chevette, had a big hole in the passenger side. And when I was courting my lovely wife, I don't think she was terribly impressed with that, that she could see the, freeway going by un under her feet well you and know you drove and you drove from canada to la in that i imagine yeah with, that's because with, you're too with a hole to buy. i drove from new worse than that i drove from new york to here in that because with, you're too cheap to buy the undercoating with the undercoating you gotta get a replace it but you had a hole in the floor on the highway for a week driving across America. Yeah. And at night you could see, you know, the headlights from the car behind you shining on the, on the road. Well, that helps if you want to read. And she's you know, still married. She still married me, man. <laughs> that says something. 34 you know years. The great you thing about that. Matt, that's what you need. You, one of them no, no, no. It's a, no, it's a bonus because you could just drive along. You take a piss into a Gatorade bottle, a McDonald's <laughs> cup, or whatever. Yeah. And instead of trying to pour it out the window and not getting it all of your hand or anything like that, you just discreetly pour it down into the pavement. Nobody knows what you're doing. Well, where's the fun in that? No, you're going to aim for the. You're going to aim. You're not even going to use the bottle. You're going to aim for the, for the hole in the floor. I mean, no, that's because a if challenge. You're, if no, if you're driving, you're going to get it all over that one leg. That not if you lean properly. I don't have to lean. I just, just flip, flip it, it over, over and hope it doesn't hope it doesn't hit the pavement. <laughs> Sometimes it did. That hurts. That's called road circumcision. Road called road <laughs> circumcision. That's what that's called. <laughs> How much do you want off? Oh, about four miles worth. Got it. <laughs> then you go to jail if they catch you for vehicular cock slaughter. 
uh, well, did we you ever lose six minutes anything? in and we're talking about penises already. Yeah. Here we go. Did you ever lose anything out that hole that you were like a like a paperback book or a well, half eaten no, cheeseburger? Oh shit, that's where that went. <laughs> Nineteen eighty two, I remember. Um no, I don't think so. But I it got to the point where I had to put a piece of wood there, just rest it on there. Um, you know it's funny, I remember uh in a brick. Couple, Not like it couple, could get fixed or anything. Right. I, well, I don't think so. How yeah, would just, you fix that? You just you have weld to weld a, a, weld of, a yeah. plate on. And yeah, my doom, my doom buggy had that. I had and who's the welder? Who would the weld guy at the, the guy at the muffler shop. Oh. Or you go to some little local high school and give them kids something to do. No, yeah. you can't do that. That's the that's the great myth. Oh, I've oh, got well. this car. It needs a bunch of work. I should take it to the high school and let the kids rebuild the transmission or whatever. Nobody has ever done that. Why? Except maybe the auto shop teacher, teacher. himself. <laughs> you know, oh, yeah, my Toyota Camry. I can need to trans. But no, I mean... What a great service that would be here at the local high school. We're teaching our kids how to fix cars and we'll take little old ladies, Nissans and repair them. No, they don't, they don't do that. Have you guys ever gone to a dental college and had work done? No. Yeah. I wouldn't do that either, but I know people that have. Yeah. I know a guy, a drummer in my old band who was the, I told you about him. He was the lifetime achievement porn star and that kind of thing. He had terrible teeth. I don't know if it was from drugs or venereal disease or just, you know, genetically bad <laughs> teeth, but there was a, there were like a couple of years where he, like, you didn't really know what was going on. And like, he had, he had white things in his mouth, but they weren't teeth. And then he was saving up to go to like places like dental, dental colleges or prison dentists or something like that. And it's like, <laughs> I guess he could eat, but it didn't, it didn't look good. I don't think you need to save to go to a prison dentist. I think there's easier ways to get in, but I just call me silly. You know, I don't, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, rob I a mean, bank just, because you need dental work. I mean, just think about prison dentist. That's, you know, scary job. You got these killers and you, you know, you hit a nerve. They'll just try to strangle you right there. Wow. That would be a hard job. I don't know. You what else pour, going on? Just pour <laughs> like metal <laughs> We're never short for words, are we? It's like, <laughs> Push record. And then I was an auctioneer when I was 15. And da, 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 da. Oh gosh. Mm. How far how's the new year for us? I'm 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 not seeing any much much changes. I don't know about you guys, you know, in the new year. Nothing actually. It's no. same as it was on the 29th. Nothing yep. nothing's nothing different. John, uh, how about you? Nothing? I'd like to I'd like to think there was a lot different. I'd like to think that. Oh man, I'm you know I'm starting out on a new foot with work and my personal life and you know visions of you know things to come. Um, mostly, it's a lot of stress around my house. Mm-hmm. My wife is getting ready to go on a on a month long cruise to Asia starting um, the beginning of February. So that's wow. exciting, but it's also a little nerve wracking. She's got to teach all these classes and she doesn't have any tickets. Shouldn't have a plane ticket. You know, got like. Yeah. 16 days before she goes, no tickets, not, not a lot of, um, you know, hmm. kind of clarity and satisfaction of how, and the fact that the tickets will arrive, you know, yeah. what so, could possibly go wrong? I wouldn't fucking worry about it. Yeah. I mean, this isn't <laughs> it's not going to be anything. Indonesian prisons aren't, aren't that bad. Yeah, exactly. I mean, geez, you know, there's other boats. Somebody, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, the I mean, one you're in. There's less of those. You know, I told her if you if you don't go on this month long trip, you're welcome to stay here. <laughs> that's <laughs> big of you. That's fine. Yeah, you, you don't you don't have to go. You'll let her. It's not like she's going there to make money or anything. So um, that'll be that'll be exciting. They're, they're not paying her. No, no. Oh. This is not this is not a pay. This is the this is the great cruise thing. This is not a paid gig. So. What happens is you think, oh, I'm going, I'm going on a cruise. I'm it's 28 days. I'm going to teach 13 classes. I I will get something for it. No, you pay the booking company to be able to go on this trip. So they pay for her, um, they pay for her plane ticket, and they pay. She and my daughter are going, and they pay for their plane tickets, 
and they fly coach from L.A. to Bali, which which will be a, a pleasure. And then I um, did that once. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, yeah. You're like 90 years old when you get off that fucking plane, dude. Well, yeah, I imagine the seat. And you built, look it, too. They're built for little bitty people. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so you fly this. You, you fly there. The The boat is fantastic. The cruise is great. You're mostly treated like a um, like a passenger, except you can't really get in front of the line for anything. That's kind of that's kind of the only thing. But, um, yeah. Can no, she put a, out a tip jar? She could, I guess. I, don't I know. mean, is there a good? Might, they might kick it. They might put her off at the next port if she does that. You know, you gotta... Do you think they'll ha- they'll have a cabin like with a view, like a little balcony, or are they deep in the core of the hull next to I the think, crank- I think crankshaft? Is, I think this is one of those luxury cruise boats that regular people don't go on. I mean, it's like the cruise costs thirty five thousand dollars and things like that. Are you serious? Yeah, I mean, it's just. It's, it's just all the money. So she's she's not paying, you know, she's not paying a tenth of the cost to go on the cruise. And I think that it's a boat that probably, you know, if you look at it, you'd be like, oh, man, that boat is just full of, you know, people from Missouri, things like that. But it's actually pretty much just all edge, nice cabins. Wow. There's, you know, the stuff in the oh, middle is, the, is the crew. So they should they should have a pretty good room. They should have, you know. So she's not considered crew. Right, right, right. She is a. Gotcha. They have they have some things like teachers and lecturers. And there's another there's another category called gentlemen hosts. I've told you about that before, right? Where you, your job is to go and be single and dance with women that don't have partners. And by dance, I mean dance. I don't mean have sex with because they will put your ass off at the next port. No, these are the things your wife told you, John. No, 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 no. It was on the form. Are you a gentleman host? Are you a lecturer? Are you an art teacher? You know, that kind of thing. So, um, yeah. No, the gentleman host is, I, I have this vision of a, of the perfect, you know, kind of thin, probably gay, but not sure that he's gay kind of elder Oh, my God, gentleman. it's me. I should go. I was saying, this is Kelly. You know, we're, we're describing yeah. Kelly here. I don't, I don't know. I, he has short, have to buy he has, a comb. No, he has short yeah. hair. Oh, I, I don't think I don't think your senior citizen ladies wanting to rumba and cha 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 and that kind of stuff. So I'm gonna, not your image. I'm not. The you image. are not. No, 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 no. It's. I mean, there's there's actors like. Uh, I kind of heard. I think you could dance closer with with Jesus. This is how many people <laughs> dance with Jesus. That's how I build myself. <laughs> Come do the waltz of Turin. Oh God! No, I'm thinking about the actor that movie, um, that movie Cocoon, right? And it had those old guys in there. Yeah, and it yeah. was like, you know, I don't remember who was in it, but the thin, oh, older, Steve Gutenberg. No, the the old guys that were in there, the thin Wilford Brimley. No, no the, he was the fat guy, uh, Don Amici. Yes, him. That yeah. is my yeah, Don Amici. That is my vision for the perfect gentleman host, and he knows every dance step. He is wonderful and gracious at the dinner table. You also have, well, hello, all of these single women without, you know, gentlemen, whatever's, you know. But he's not I'll, sure let if me he's raise gay or a not. Toast. You don't mean she's not sure if he's yeah, you, it's not. Well, no, it's not. It's not <laughs> about. want to have sex with Don <laughs> Well, that's, see, that's the thing. You don't want someone who these women are going to be like, wow. You want someone who these, like, I really enjoy dancing with him. And that's all I want to do. You know, (laughs) he is a, he is a perfect gentleman. He's very clean. He smells good. And that's where it ends. Like if they're all following him to his cabin at, you know, 2 15 AM after a bunch of glasses of champagne, you got trouble. And if he is obviously not interested in them as women, then they'll be like, Oh yeah. Cause they're all from Missouri. Right. So you, you gotta, you gotta do that balance of, it's possible, but it's your choice that you don't want to sleep with me. That's the best possible gentleman host in my book. How do you is get it, this job? Is you got you, you to know how to dance and not be married. Okay. Is, it, I, is it a designated seniors cruise? No, it's, it's just, not. Okay. Those are the people that go. I mean, yeah. who can afford $35,000? Holy yeah, crap. You know, they're not a lot of 20-year-olds. When we went on that cruise um, in September, you know, it was it was not that fancy, but it was it was fancy enough. 
And, uh, you know, there were a few, you know, maybe 10 couples that were our age. Everybody else was over 75. Wow. Yeah. And, you know, there was one or two unfortunate couples that were newly married young people, 30 years old or something like that. And I say unfortunate because everybody else is so fucking old. They're just giving them advice and, oh, look at you. You, I remember when. And these, you know, long <laughs> stories. And these kids are like, I need more drinks. And, where, and where let, can I more get? drinks and less pudding, please. Oh, yeah. No, but the food, the food is great. That's the thing. Like my wife was like, I want to go into Thailand and eat a bunch of street food. And we went to a Thai restaurant the other night. And of course, I'm like, hey, Mr., you ever been to Thailand? And he's like, oh, I'm from Thailand. He told us. And he said, yes, you need to eat a lot of street food, but you're going to get sick. I'm like, what? <laughs> he's like, no, it just it happens to me. You go there, you get sick. It's the water. You know, they wash the food in it. The, you know, you drink water or whatever. You're going to get sick. And it'll, it'll be a couple of days. Then you'll feel better. Sounds like, like heaven. Like, how can I avoid that? Yeah, right. Drink bottled water and don't eat anything that was uh, washed. I was talking to your wife I because I, I've been over there and I told her I have two words like emodium and uh, <laughs> yeah, because you shit battery acid for a couple of days, man, when you get there. It's- well, but that's part of my that's part of my great, uh, you know, kind of global uh, vision is that, you know, let's say here you have a little stomach trouble. You know, like, oh, you know, I have a little, I have a little stomach pain periodically or, you know, I've got a gluten intolerance or celiac disease or whatever you go somewhere like that and you just get a just get a styrofoam cup of water out of a creek and then eight days later when you get out of the hospital it's all better because those those things in your gut are just fighting it out and then the strongest one wins and you got a new you got a new crop Whatever I don't know about you guys. I'm looking through this brochure of this thing, and it, it mentions none of this in, in the in the brochure. So I don't know where you guys are coming up with this. It's uh, you know I got sandy beaches, and I got happy people. No, nobody, no one know modium or any of that crap. You guys are making. And uh, you know what? I think you need. I think you. Yeah, you, <laughs> you go somewhere like you. You go walk around Thailand, and you just get a skewer of mystery meat. Yeah, you need some fucking modium <laughs> and Pepto Bismol. You guys just got to coat everything. And just hope it isn't one of your uh, fellow travelers, two, de- two cabins down, you know. They didn't show back up after Thailand. What happened to them? Well, they, oh, yeah. They, they became street food. You know, I, they, you, I wonder yeah. if a better cure than Imodium and that kind of stuff would be to just hunker down with some of that colon prep liquid. And you just, just drink a quart, I mean, of uh, colonoscopy prep stuff, you know, and just oh. drink a quart of that stuff. And then just eradicate everything that's in your intestinal tract. Before, you mean before then, you dock? No, no. Like I just ate in Thailand. I, I don't feel so good. Now I'm going to drink, you know, a quart of purple salty liquid and then. Oh, it's the chaser. By, yeah. By, yeah. By the chaser. <laughs> by tomorrow, it'll be all out. Yeah. <laughs> oy, oy. Yeah. You mix that with a little tequila. You got yourself a cocktail. No pun intended, you know. Um, that's, wow, that's a hell of a thought. What about that? A weight loss cocktail? You have some booze and <laughs> you know, just like a, just like a punch. When I was in college, they would have. I, I never partook in this, but they would get like a fifty-five gallon trash can, you know, from the store, a clean one. Yeah, and they would just fill it full of like grain alcohol and Kool Aid, and maybe maybe some ice, and then there'd be a guy just dipping a. a plastic cup in it and hand it to people and, and the, the next morning there was vomit in every dorm everywhere like, but john know, yeah. filled up his john filled up his dune buggy though that's <laughs> that right. stuff. yeah man you could just yeah, no no Siphon smoking in. nearby but um yeah if you had something like that that was the colon prep and maybe some vodka and yeah. and something you know then everybody's just a little just yeah. a little lighter the next day what if you did that? What if you, what if you, when you're getting ready to go for your colonoscopy and you got to take that stuff, you say, you know, I am going to throw a little tequila in it and see what, what would happen? Would it, it, hmm. would, it would it mess you up? Or <laughs> well, as long, I guess it depends on the amount. You want to be sober enough to get out of bed. 
<laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. Oh, and make sure you it. don't swallow the worm. You know, that would be the problem. Okay, we're all, whoa, whoa, what is this? We you got, know, I never we, buy we got a tequila creature. with a with a worm. Do they not do that anymore? I go, I go. I'm sure they do. I go yeah, to Costco yeah. and I buy these cheap ass bottles of tequila to go make margaritas and stuff. There's no worm. Where's the where's worm? Am I just buying cheap? Well, yeah, they still sell it. I don't, I don't. It's a brand, isn't it? Also, yeah. that has the. One of our sponsors, Jose worm. Cuervo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'd like to like next colonoscopy I get. I'm I'm just just to be a jerk. I'm gonna go, go to claim jumper and have a giant fucking meal before claim jumper. Claim, claim jumper. I'm uh, sorry, sir. We can't get past the bako bits from your potato <laughs> bar. <laughs> the meals are the portions are just like tractors. They're in there up there with that scope and they just can't get through. It's like they need that thing to mix tunnels. Right, they go in there. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, boring <laughs> device. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, the get channel. past the cheesecake. Yeah. <laughs> the channel. <laughs> They're gonna charge you extra for that one, you know. Oh, boy, boy. That, that's not covered under your HMO or your PPO, you know. That's <laughs> well, you know, they have that pill you can swallow now that's got a camera in it. You swallow some big pill and it takes a really. Yeah, it takes what? a flash. It, yeah, there's a camera. And you, I've seen people. You wear this little belt, and it's got a receiver on it. On it, no and, way. And the and you swallow this pill that's a camera, and it takes a a little flash photo every however many seconds for you know a day or so, and then you shit it out, and um, then the belt what? they they look at it and like okay, there's pictures of your of your whole thing. Everything. Can you post so that on it's YouTube? Got, it's got Bluetooth, right? Something I don't know. <laughs> Doesn't have a wire. You've seen somebody with this? Yeah. Is there got to be YouTube video of it? Come on. Somebody, I'd if I sure, I'd put sure. It Why not? I mean, there's YouTube video. It's like porn. If you can imagine it, 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 it's out it, there. It, it, <laughs> is it a diagnostic tool? Yeah. Yeah. I think they, the I, yeah. I think they do. I don't know. No, it's a vacation item. What do you mean? It's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, you take photos. I oh, here I don't we know. I guess, I guess, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like I guess colon in Bali. <laughs> yeah. Maybe if you had, um, you know the the pipe only goes so far in, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, so yeah. this this would do the whole thing. I guess it's easy to find if it got stuck somewhere. It should make. Yeah, it how does it know where it is? So that it sees something. Does it? Does it time stamp? Or well, does it have the, GPS? The, <laughs> GPS. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's got maybe it's got numbers, and you're like, okay, number fourteen. That's the duodenal sphincter. And you know, number one eighty eight is you're in, oh we're in the small intestine now, rectal yeah. sphincter. Wow, I, I don't yeah, know if there I would it is. Trust the that. last the last photo is as it as it comes out. Goodbye, you know. That's the shot ass, I want to see. The little ass yeah. shot. Mm -hmm. and there's, a, there's, a, and there's a voice going. Walk to the light. Go to the light. <laughs> That'd be good if it if you could get it to just beep 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 yeah. you know, all day as it's going through you. <laughs> Well, I don't think I would try a swallowing a camera. I don't. There's something that's not going to work. It's going to get stuck, or it's going to. Then you're going to have to open yourself up, or any of that. I, it's, or, it's not, I don't think I saw a picture of one. I don't think they're that big. It's just a. It's like a big antibiotic pill, you know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I don't know that it's perfect, right? I mean, you know, if it's spinning around and the thought yeah. of it kind of freaks me out, though. I don't. I don't know what to think of that. Oh, I'd I'd love it. Really, I'd like to see, I'd like to see it live. You know, like you're at a bar and you're just on your phone. What are you looking at? Well, I'm just looking at this pill in my gut. It's weird. <laughs> but there it is such by, a thing. And there's a French fry that's been there since '85. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I knew chicks, a guy. Chicks love that. <laughs> Look at this. Check Look that out. Look how clean. I knew a guy <laughs> uh, when I worked in Atlanta, and he was uh, he worked for the sports company, Sports South or something like that, and they. They just made like highlight videos of ball games and you know all kinds of stuff. And he was a he's a good time guy. His name was Jeff, and he um very friendly. And then one day he was in the hospital, and then he he came back or whatever. So he had gone to this place called Taco Max, which was a a little small chain in Atlanta. They had you know like five hundred different kinds of beer and and chicken wings and all that kind of stuff. So he had gone there. And eaten 
a lot of chicken wings, drunk a lot of beer. He's good. He's a good time, Jeff. And um, then he got some kind of obstruction after a couple of days, and you know couldn't couldn't take a dump or anything like that. So he goes to the hospital, and they're like, "Oh man, we're gonna have to cut you open." And he said the doctors told him that when they cut him open, and there were two days of <laughs> just fermented cheap beer and hot spicy chicken wings were just released into the operating room <laughs> that it cleared the place out. And I was just like, I think the doctor told him that. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he's, he's the kind of guy you would tell that it's like, damn son, that, you cleared it out. That kind of thing. And, uh, got, yeah, got radio. I, I, whenever, sign. whenever I think of like real stomach trouble, that's what I just imagine this guy yeah. cutting yeah. something open and, you start all over out. again. You, you get emptied out, and then you know, hey doc, I gotta go. I gotta. I'm going to have dinner again. Beer and chicken wings. Yeah, yeah. You just know? get sew it all back up, and then <laughs> yeah, you know, go it again. I mean, it didn't bother him. He just he was just kind of plugged up. I don't think the chicken wings did it. I think it was just that was just the last meal he had. My uncle told me that one time he he disobeyed the rules of a colonoscopy. There, you know, like after you get a colonoscopy, you eat something kind of mild. He went and had barbecue and collard greens after a colonoscopy, and he said, yeah, that was a real mistake. What happened? Just bad stuff. Bad stuff. Yeah. He's dead now. Oh, great. From that? No, no, didn't have anything to do with that at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little hard to tell that story, you know. Uh, <laughs> so, John, I got to ask you, you're getting ready, you know, to, you know, the missus is going to go be gone for a month. Okay. That's mm -hmm. a long time. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, no, I, my missus is, you know, we're always together. We're never gone unless I go away for a week or something like that. Or she goes away for a week. Like she is now, whatever. That's a long time. That's, I mean, that's, that's one twelfth of the year. Right. Yeah. Unless I did the math. All right. How is that going to, you know, what's that going to be like? Right. She's going to, she's going to be sad. She's going to be sad that I'm not around. I mean, really, that's that's what it comes down to. I'm yeah. going to have to reach out to her regularly and, you know. Even though you think that's, well, but, but she's going to be seeing all this stuff and, and eating street food and. and hey, she's going to have, she's going to have a great time. And then I'm going to just in return, send her a picture of, yeah, this is what the kitchen looks like today. I haven't cleaned it up. And then that that will make her feel like she's at home, like, oh damn, I've got to clean up this kitchen. Oh, this the house is a wreck. I can't take it. <laughs> so it'll be like nothing changed. She was. Uh -huh. We were talking the other day about that. You know, we have these people that come clean the house, and I'm like, you know, they don't they don't need to come while you're gone. And she's like, what do you mean? I'm like, I don't I don't care if it's dirty. You know, can I can <laughs> I wade can I wade through the trash and you know socks? To get where I'm going, yeah, it's fine with me. They just need to come before you get back. And, and what did she say? And bring reinforcements. She, she said, said, there'll be none of that. Yeah, she said, nope. We're gonna, this place is going to be clean. You're going to keep it clean while I'm gone. And, you know, so. No. I don't know. I might just, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I guess I could just sequester myself in a part of the house. And then it would be easier for me to clean up as as I'm on my way to, you know, get ready to go pick her up at the airport. The the last five minutes, you just put it all in a plastic trash bag and throw it in the neighbor's yard. But I, I I'm, isn't your Beats days going to be different? You know, like I said, my missus has been away for a couple of days, you know. I'm, oh, I'm going to, I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to miss her, but. Oh I yeah. Am. But I mean, it's just different, you know? Yeah. You like, me tell you something without, without her being here, no kids, no dog, nothing. It's just like, you know, I, You're single. I, I might as well. Yeah, I might as well live in an empty elementary school. I mean, it's just you know, echoing silence. Yeah, Kelly, you you've had that situation, right? So how do you how do you deal? Oh, yeah. with it? How do you I deal? Think my with wife it? was away. Yeah, like four four months. Yeah. Oh my god, um, I would just. Oh, I don't know. I think I, yeah. I would have to. I would have to retrain myself. I would have to. Buy books, go to a you know extension class or something on how to be alone again, and you know all that yeah. stuff. You know, no, I um I do a great job of taking terrible care of myself. I stay up till like two, and just listen to loud music and 
I'll go bottle of vodka a day. Yeah. Just yeah. straight. Just you know, take the cap off, throw it away. Matthew Perry level. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I yeah, don't I don't get I don't get super drunk, but I I um no, I don't eat. I don't, I don't either. Not well. I haven't had a green. My, my wife my <laughs> wife loves the idea. Like she grew up in this um, you know, southern family, the you know, mountains of uh Appalachia and her I remember going to her grandparents' house because they would always do everything. And there would be like nine different kinds of meat, you know, chicken, pork, beef, you know, whatever, fried, not fried, you know, whatever. And then 11 vegetables on the table. And she really believes that a person should have, you know, meat and two sides on your plate when you're eating a meal. You always got to have something green. You can't have potatoes and corn because they're both white. You got to have some. You got to have some green. All this kind of stuff. And I do not, at my core, believe in that. I'm like, if I want to cook a piece of chicken and eat a piece of chicken or a you know a hot dog or whatever, uh, you know, fine. Who shit? I don't need broccoli for every meal. So um, that's going to be the biggest difference. This like what will be cooked will be. Um, unhappy for her but she won't be here so she'll never know hmm. i'll just fry something up mm. interesting yeah i don't know how i would handle that i'd figure out the meals but it it it's i guess you it's the the routine for me yeah yeah, yeah i gotta you know, it's gotta gotta work you know speaking of meals kelly i i had the best poutine in la yesterday what the hell is poutine so it's like a gravy and, and crap on a bed of French fries. Gravy and crumpled cheese kind of stuff on French fries. Cheese, cheese curds and that kind of stuff. So we went to um, the Fairfax district yesterday to pick up these suitcases we bought on eBay, which were a pretty sweet deal. And I found this Indian restaurant that was, you know, across the street from Cantor's Deli. Okay. And it's called uh, like Mash Bar, but it had two A's in it. And um, they had Indian poutine, and I'm like, all right, I'm down. Bring it. And it was, you know, an Indian spice on the French fries and gravy and some, you know, paneer cheese and all that kind of stuff. It was fantastic. I mean, the just the food, you know, <laughs> wow. that, part of, that part of town is kind of a graffiti-tagged, questionable, you know, place. It's very, it's very mixed in a lot of ways, you you, you know. Yeah, I mean, there's like you know, which is you know, great. fancy ice cream place store next to a a place that's selling, you know, like baseball caps. And there's there was a you know you walk by this window and there's these little cubby holes and they're selling like a, a Lakers hat, a Washington Senators baseball hat, you know, whatever. And there's a lady with a hat steamer and she's like steaming the the brim of the hat to make it extra flat. And I'm like, how much do these damn baseball hats cost? And why don't people bend the brims anymore? But that's that's a different thing. But so we went to this place. There was nobody there. It was kind of cool, funky, you know, that kind of thing. And the food was delicious. I would go back in a minute. Was it kind of a takeout place, or was it a sit down and, and sit down sit down place? I mean, I guess you could get takeout, but right. um, yeah, it was it was great. It's was just it right. Nobody there when we got there, and then uh, you know, because it was like. Two o'clock on Friday. Right. I mean, it wasn't a great lunch crowd time, but uh, so it's no. right on Fairfax, right there, yeah, just right across the street from Canner's Deli. And the sign go sometime, yeah, yeah. The, the signage was terrible. I mean, it was, I was like, I think it's you know the map program says it's right here, but I don't see anything. So I found a place to park, and I'm like, you know, before we abandon this, let's just you know check it out. And sure enough, it was just had a little. You know, was little it, tiny sign. I guess the signage was in in you know in in Indian writing or whatever. But um, was it expensive? No, wasn't too bad at all. Yeah, I mean, everything's expensive, know. but it wasn't terribly. Yeah. I guess if I got the whole Branzino, it would have cost a lot. But um, hmm. no, it was delicious. We had samosas. We had some fried um, onion. Everything was fantastic. You know, I I got to do this. See, I, now I got to go because I have nothing to eat. Yeah, we got to go. Three. We should all go. We should all go. We'll just get a van. We'll go over the hill. 
will go to this Indian place and order these French fries and, and samosas. It was samosas with butter chicken inside, which I read is like the whitest of, you know, honky Indian food. You know, you go to an Indian restaurant and you order butter chicken and they laugh at you because you're, you know, you're just such a cracker. But uh, oh, damn, really? it was good. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Butter chicken and chicken tikka masala are the two Indian foods that are not really Indian foods, but but we love them. It's, it's kind of like chop suey. Yeah. It's, <laughs> go to a Chinese restaurant ask for chop suey nowadays. They just roll their fucking eyes at you. <laughs> come back and come out with a can. It's like, get with it. Yeah, a can of lily, whatever it's called. Yeah. yeah. Glurp. Uh, oh, no. What was it you called? More Chung King. Chung King. Chung King. But the Chung thing is, I remember that. That shit, that shit was good. <laughs> it was. I love that yeah. stuff. You know? Sprouty. I you know, I wonder what the heck that was in there. I, obviously not Chinese food. Well, I mean, when we were eating it in the 70s, I'm sure it was like somebody had gone to some trouble to put some food in the can. And now it's just, um, you know, something out of, the, out of a pipe at the bottom of a paper mill in a can yeah. just yeah. with flavoring. You know, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what we It's eat a petroleum anymore. product now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I remember food being, you know, like Oreos were better. Now really? they're, yeah, I mean, now they're, I mean, that's the thing yeah. about old food. You can't find it and test it. You, you know, maybe, maybe there's somebody who dies and has a 20 year old bag of Oreos in a cabinet, but you, you can't eat them. You know, there's yeah. going to, I guess, 40 year old bag of Oreos. But yeah, I, I think um, just being poisoned every day. Mm. I was thinking about something on the way home from work the other day. So you know how you know everybody's bitching about immigration and all this stuff. Well, where I'm from, no, in the they Midwest, are. Yeah, where I'm from in the Midwest, I remember, and actually, I rem I can vividly remember these places. We where I lived was you know the farm belt, so there was corn and beans and all that stuff, and there was a Del Monte. You know, remember mm -hmm. Del Monte? You know. Um, was a brand and they had everything, corn and beans and lima beans and all that stuff. There was a plant not too far from where I lived, you know, a, a canning factory, right? But every year during the harvest, all of these um, immigrants from Mexico would come up to work in the, you know, in the fields and do all the picking of the corn and the process and work in the, you know, work in the, you know, the factories during the harvest, not they, but then they would go about, they would then leave after it was done and they'd go back to Mexico or where Central America or wherever they were from. I don't ever remember anybody bitching about that. Not one complaint. Right. And I'm sitting there going, well, obviously they're taking jobs or they're doing jobs that nobody else is doing. But why, why, was, why wasn't everybody not, you know, back then bitching like they are now? Well, we can't have these people, these illegal aliens coming up. I'm like, they're doing the same thing now. The only difference is, is that they're staying, right? Because there's not, there's not like coming up here just to, to, you know, live off the government tit, you know, because we're doing that, you know, <laughs> other people well, are doing here's, that. Here's my, here's my question. So they, they, I mean, I think you're right. They came up there and they did their thing. And they left. Are they now? Are they coming up to your hometown and staying? I mean, maybe you just live in a place nobody wants to stay. Well, or or nobody's coming up because, you know, they already lived there because they came up and they had to find work during the, the winter or something. I, I don't know to make more money. I mean, it's it, it I, I don't know. I remember the housing was very interesting. It was almost it wasn't barracks like, but it was like little, you know, um, Houses, you know, they were very basic, right? Who owned and the houses? Were, huh? Yeah. Like the farms owned the houses or something? No, it was like a compound or it was like a thing that where these people would come and stay. They had to they had to live somewhere. But I mean, and, it wasn't and, like the U.S. government. Yeah, the yeah. U.S. government I, didn't. I don't know who owned them. I don't know if Del Monte owned them and, you know, and, and that was part of their pay or that was a, what they provided for all these, you know, uh, undocumented workers that would come up and. And I remember, too, because they would, you know, on Sundays, they would come into town and shop or whatever. And, you know, that was the first time I, you know, really ever saw anybody, you know, Latinos or whatever, or Latinas, you know. And so I just don't remember it being a big deal. Right. And you knew and, and you knew they weren't from America. They weren't citizens and they weren't here to, to, to become citizens. But no one complained, you know, because I hmm. guess they served a purpose. So is it because they stayed? 
right? Is it everybody's you know complaining? I don't know, but I, I I just all of a sudden now you just you see everything. Oh, the immigrants are doing this. They're taking this. They're taking that. And I'm like, well, I don't know. Maybe maybe they are. I don't here's know. what here's what I think, and this is what? based on what I hear from my family. So imagine, you know, you live in the mountains in Tennessee. There's you know there's no farming because there's only fifty feet of flat land in any you know any place at all. Everybody lives in a holler. You can't you can't grow corn and beans on the on the dark side of a mountain. <laughs> they are terrified of what they don't know. There's there's nobody from anywhere else there, but those people are the most vocal against immigration and against the other and all that kind of stuff because they're just they're terrified and they're terrified because the media tells them, oh, this shit has happened. It's going down. And, you know, the only way to protect yourself is to vote for Marjorie Taylor Greene and, you know, that kind of thing. And so. You had a situation, I think, where people came in. They didn't rape and kill everybody when no. they got there. They they did whatever they did. They left. They stayed. Whatever it didn't matter because you know, yeah, they high did school kids didn't want to go out and pick beans. You know, I mean that's no nobody nobody wants to do that job. And you know, like in California, you have all those guys come up and pick strawberries, and you know all that. Goes, it's perfect. But these people that live somewhere else that don't that don't need anybody to help or meet them or see, you know, they're not. No, they're not raping and killing everybody like like the news tells us. Right. That's the that's the uproar. I don't think that you know farmers do that. I think that people that have been in the military, you know, they get to meet blacks and you know Mexicans and you know whatever right. stereotypical group that they heard about when they grew up in their all white high school. They go to the military and they're like, huh. Everybody's different, but everybody's kind of the same. I have a, I have a different, you know, I, I meet people in the military who, you know, they're, they're part of a, a group and they all get along and, you know, they, yeah. they go in as an idiot and they come out as I learned something, you know, educated. Yeah. yeah. And I, and I think like, you know, people I know in the South, the, the ones that are most afraid of Muslims coming in to kill everybody. You ever met a Muslim? Well, Lord, no. <laughs> I wouldn't want to. Oh my God! You know that kind of thing. So, yeah, yeah. But I, I, I know, wonder. I, I, I would. I think I remember. I remember hearing about people coming in. You know, like in South Georgia and and, and stuff. But they all. I think they just had really shady trailers they lived in. Like like farmers would put trailers out on the edge of something, and then an unknown number of people would bunk in the in these you know, old beat up shit trailers. And then they, you know, cause their, their number one focus was making money and sending it back home. That's, mm -hmm. that's all they wanted to do. And they didn't, they didn't spend money on booze. So they sent it back home. Yeah. You know, that's, I, that's what I say. Those guys that come up here to, you know, to work, they're the best Americans. You know, they yeah. love Jesus. They love their family and they work hard. The rest of us were on disability and addicted to Oxycontin. Mm. Yeah. I agree. I don't know. I was just thinking about it. Donald I don't know Trump's going to save us all. Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen to that fella. <laughs> Everything, you know. Ah, man. Too. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I didn't hear the reason, but Nancy Pelosi was talking about it's impossible for him to become president again. No. I've got to listen. No, I've do got to not, listen do to not believe that at all. That's what, they're, that's what they said when, when he was running against Hillary. Well, of course he can't win. I th I was one of them, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then he he stomped her because yeah. she was, you know. And that's the thing: like politics, both parties suck. Everything sucks. America, you know. They, you know, I was reading something that Biden should be talking about how he got insulin prices down. You know, okay, that's one thing. Yeah. You know what about what about gas prices? What about food prices? What about anything else? You know what's what's happening? If the guy has done a lot. He needs to be telling people about it. But I mean, the rest of us are just like, everything sucks. Well, I don't even believe that thing that, how does the president of the United States lower prices on anything? It doesn't really. It's not up to him. It's not no. up to him. You know, I, I hate when they do that. They, you know, well, they he could, you know, he could go on TV and say, hey, I want to tell you why your gas prices are so high. It's not me. It's yeah. not Congress. 
it's you dumbasses continuing to buy gas from these awful corporations. Everybody mm-hmm. should stop what buying gas. What choice do they have? What choice do they have? Well, that uh, here's I'll lose I, my job if I don't put gas in my car and go to work. I mean, take a bus. Everybody, everybody, ride the bus. Stop, stop going and filling up your car for a month. Well, why should I ride the bus when you know all the rich people and the CEOs? I didn't say it was a good idea. I just said no. it was an example. <laughs> <of my idea. laughs> Well, That's what I I'm don't understand is the the whole route, the the really negative uh, uh, approach to electric vehicles, whether it's Teslas or whatever. They're all this, I you know, and they I, I see it posted on different social medias about, oh, you know, the batteries are going to blow up, and what about the cost of the batteries, and and you're not going to run a battery in 34 below, you know, it's going to freeze. And I'm like, why are you railing against electric cars? First because of all, they're no, because they're sponsored by gas and car companies. Well, it, it, it doesn't make any sense. And we're not saying, oh, all gas cars are going to go away, right? But if it benefits somebody and you can make an electric car, I would have an electric car right now if I, you know, because I don't drive that far, right? It would be great, you know, but mm-hmm. I want, yeah. you know, and maybe the next car I get will be an electric car, right? Because electricity is a lot cheaper, especially if you do your own, if you're doing solar or whatever, Right. So I don't know. I just don't understand why they're so negative and they just just think that's just the it's worst. Ju- thing. It's just it's just marketing. The the yeah. they that you're talking about has some interest in, you know, not doing it. Or if it's just, you know, regular folks from back home, they love their eighty eight thousand dollar Ford F one fifty and you know, they they don't want a bunch of electric cars because, you know, their tiny shriveled little penis will get smaller if they don't have a, you know, big <laughs> coming then diesel fine. engine yeah then then you know take your little penis and buy your big gas guzzling car why are you going to get mad at me who has a large penis and wants an electric car right that's you you got know. to you got to put that behind you can't let those people influence your life danny you got to say you know me and, and my giant tool we're gonna we're gonna buy a we're, chevy we're bolt buy electric yeah it's gonna it's gonna lean to one side obviously yeah, me and, and my. And I don't want. I don't want anything to drag on the pavement like Kelly did driving across okay. the country. Me and my, <laughs> there's a throwback. That took a long time to get to. Yeah, <laughs> me and my Volt are going to ride in my Volt. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Bolt, 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 and Bolt. Bolt, my and Bolt, Bolt riding in my Bolt. <laughs> I thought about. I thought about. You know, because my car is shit and I can't go anywhere in it. And I thought, you know, maybe I should get one of those Chevy Bolts because, you know, they had the. $7,500 coupon if you buy an electric car and you know how much do they cost so the the Chevy Bolt was about 20 26 and so you get 7,500 bucks back on your taxes which takes it down to about you know 19.9 something like that little teeny little teeny battery powered car you know oh 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 I got you okay that, I was gonna say that's so cheap right yeah but is it totally electric it's not a hybrid yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. electric. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean it, it seems like it seems like a good deal. I don't know. Yeah, your daughter's gonna get one. No, but her boyfriend just got the latest, the, a newer Tesla, and he loves Teslas. He loves electric. Why do, what happened to his old one? Does I, he does he lease or know. buy? I don't know. He did buys. the bat did the batteries wear out and he could only go twenty miles no. before it shit on him? No, I don't know. They have. Those electric cars have a lot more punch from zero to sixty than a oh gas my God. car. Yeah. Oh yeah, no my my daughter has a Tesla and that thing will that thing will get up and go. What I don't like about it is they have this regenerative braking, so it's like driving a golf cart. So you give it gas, it goes forward. You let off on the gas and it slows down, like it it drags back. Oh, because so really? it's charging. Yeah, I mean you can turn it off and make it roll like a regular car, but you want to oh, keep. Yeah, but you want to keep that on because, you know, it just charges. And so I guess you're driving on the highway and you take your foot off the gas and it's like, mm-hmm, start slowing down, you know, and charging up. So you, you've got to always kind of manage your, you know, I, huh. I want to, I want to slow down a little bit, but not too much. So you don't, you don't use the brake as much. But that, That's kind that, of a good thing. Yeah. That, that is but that is why it, you feel that pull when you when you decelerate mm-hmm. is charging. Yeah. So the it uses that or something. Yeah. Yeah. So the so the motors are in the wheels, and so when it's coasting, it's you know it's like when you're braking. It just it gives you a little electric 
stuff back to your battery pack. I think the biggest problem with these cars, you know, Prius, Tesla, all that kind of stuff, is that when your batteries take a dump on you, and they will eventually, it's, you know, a new Tesla battery is like $30,000, you know, because yeah. you got you to take the whole car apart and put these things back in, and they're all computer controlled and that kind oh, of stuff. Oh, wow. They should, I didn't know they that. Should, yeah, they should make it so that you can just pull Pop up the in back it. seat. Take out all these more modular, batteries. yeah, yeah, something like that. But or you, you know, put it on a rack and then you just drop it out and drop, put the yeah. new one in, and there you go. Something like that, yeah. And then and pay them thirty thousand. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, I mean, all the all the guys with their air cooled Volkswagens, you know, like I have, they're they're all talking about converting to electric because it's really easy to do in a, in a car like mine. But you you've got to get all these Tesla batteries. So the thing is, anybody that crashes a Tesla, everybody wants to buy their their battery pack if it's in good shape because you can, you know, you can run mm. your shitty little Volkswagen for a long time on old Tesla batteries. So mm. uh, wouldn't yeah. you have thought though that that and I'm sure there it's somebody's got to be in the works. They're gotta make if I was Tesla, wouldn't you have like a recycle program already built in? So I'll take the batteries so you can you know re either recharge them or rebuild them or or you know use them whatever is in them. To make new batteries, so you keep your. Wait, no, you know, you know what's in them? Just a what? whole bunch of double A batteries. I mean, yeah. if you if you pop open a Tesla battery, it's just an army of rechargeable double A batteries and a, a computer thing that pays attention to them. But they're lithium. Yeah. They're not. Yeah, I mean, they're not they're not Duracell double A's, but they're that size. It's just a zillion. I didn't know that little double A batteries that are all soldered together, and computers are like, oh, it's you know. So I wonder so, what happens when they're when their lithium goes bad in them or whatever, you mm -hmm. know, and now they become dead. And then, you know, everybody goes, oh, well, you're going to put that in the landfill now. But can you, is there other parts of the battery with that little double A battery other than the lithium that you can save or repurpose? That's my, you know, I don't know. I don't know how, I've never been to a battery refract, uh, recycling place. I would love to Man, see I how bet they, you, I bet you it's just nothing but poison. Well, I'm I mean, I think, I think the batteries, the batteries are an environmental you know, nightmare maybe, but then so is our car is spitting out gas fumes. So yeah, you know, well, everything's, yeah. we need, we need a monorail that takes us from here to LAX and we can all forget about driving a car completely. I'd do it in a second. Yeah. I mean, if you could, if you had a, a, a really cool, clean urine free way to get places. I mean, you're in New York city, everybody <laughs> takes the subway, you know, you know, what do you, yeah. do? what are you driving your car from, you know, Uptown, and it's amazingly downtown. fast. It's yeah. amazingly fast and efficient. It really is. Even in New York where it's, you know, obviously they've had their issues and stuff. But, yeah. you know, I just read, was, was today I read something about they are going to be building a bullet train to Vegas from L.A. You know, that's 73 billion or 53 billion. It is, they're moving is it from Is it from L.A. or do you got to take a bus to Bakersfield to get there? That's what No, that's it's what at I L.A. And I was, I meant to, I didn't read the whole thing, but I was like just skimming. How's it going to get over the, how's it going to get over those mountains? Like when you drive to Vegas, that first 40 minutes is, is just up. What do you mean? Like when you drive to Vegas from here. You know, what do you, you get, go get on the 15 or something and yeah. go out there. Well, and a train it, can go on a grade. Yeah, well, no, but like if you if you look at what you know, you're you're pulling that thing, and there's and the train is below you, and it's going through through some tunnels or something. I mean, you know, there's a that that part of it is is a nightmare. I think. I mean, going I a train a train going through the desert next to another train, two hundred miles an hour, no big deal. But getting mm -hmm. getting from ocean level to high desert level, that's the mm. that's the rub right there. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's why it's calling $53 billion or whatever crazy amount. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Or just drive out. I to would a love to ride. I would love to see what it would. I've never been on a bullet train. So I would love. You to. know what? It's going to be terrible. What? Everybody. No, everybody is going to be drunk and, and right. or throwing up the whole time. Especially on the way back. On the, on the way back, they're going to be hung over and broke. On the way there, they're going to be like, woo-hoo, it's strange sores, party. Strange sores on their penises that they can't explain. <laughs> you know, that's and a their back has And their back has like seven stitches in it. And I'm like, I'm, I'm feeling a little lighter. What's, what's yeah. going on here? <laughs> what are the stitches? What's that? Stolen Somebody, kidney. Stolen kidney. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and and who'd, you, who'd you sell it to? 
Caesar's just, Palace. Okay, I, I ran just, out of money. I just woke up in a tub full of ice, and it was yeah. going. I don't know what happened. I was on a hot. I, I I had to make the money back. It was the quickest way to get capital. Yeah, shit. <laughs> you know, if you had a bullet train to Vegas, there's a there are some money making ideas like you know people giving massage, uh, you know, people giving shots for venereal disease. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know. Things like that. I I was thinking about you know you're talking about Teslas and stuff. I was thinking about uh, your daughter's boyfriend and and my daughter sitting in their fucking Tesla at a supercharger station next to Hobby Lobby for 40 minutes charging this thing up right. And Tesla is doing those young people a gigantic disservice. So they're on their phones all day every day. They're watching streamed media. They're holed up in their houses, their apartments, their jobs, or whatever. There's no human interaction at all. You go to a Tesla charger station, there's 20 of them, 25 chargers. All the cars are next to each other. They're facing each other. And these people, educated, they got money, all that kind of stuff. They're sitting in their fucking cars, watching TikTok, playing a video game, looking at porn. I don't know what they're doing, but there's no human interaction. So originally I thought, and I might have, talked about it here that, you know, I wanted to go um, sell bacon wrapped hot dogs on a little grill, you know, in the middle. Hey, everybody charging up your Tesla. You know, you want to buy a $5 hot dog? Let's, let's do this. Yeah. Now I've changed my mind. What I want to do is I just want to put a table out in the middle of the Tesla supercharger area and just write something on there like uh, Donald Trump is the greatest president of all time. Change my mind and just sit there and wait for people to come up and argue with me or tell me a story, you know, just, just you're going to be very alone. Yeah. That table. You think, you think all those people will just yep. stay in their cars. I, I can't write anything on that table. Like, well, I don't uh, think there's going to be any Trump voters charging at Tesla. Okay. Maybe, think. maybe not Trump. I, I, I think that, um, no, I don't think whatever Chick-fil-A is, is better than Popeye's change my mind. You know I mean? It could be, could be anything. Just, I, I, I want to engage people. I don't think they're getting out of the cars. I think they've got all their needs. All I got to do is wait 20 minutes, 40 minutes. I got my phone. I I, I got my, you know, my but fancy aren't water. They, aren't I'm they ready. lonely? Aren't they, aren't they wanting more thing? If I can get, if I can I get uh, some young person out of their car to talk to some other person, you know, they got something in common. They have a Tesla. Hmm. They probably have a job. Well, what about this? Or their parents? I mean, perhaps or their romance would start too. Yeah, perhaps romance. romance would start. They could just you could have a Tesla swingers meetup group. I think you would have to you would have to make you know a, a little more posh. You know, do some lattes and and some you know really nice things like that and make it which something. isn't a bad idea. Yeah, yeah. a Starbucks okay, so, right there. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that's I think that is a miss. A van. You know, Starbucks thing, but I mean, I'm thinking about it as a, you know, as a real worldly goal. Not uh, forget about making money. I'm just thinking okay. about making the world yeah, a better place. Yeah. How do, how do I get these kids and these you That's know a good idea and these divorcees out of their cars and mingling? Is it 40 minutes? Let's 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 hang out. Um, is that literally how long it takes for a full charge? 40 yeah, minutes. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. I think I thought so. it's overnight or something. No, no, no. It's it's so there's two things you can do. You can have an extension cord at your house because you're too cheap to have your electrician come and do something. And it's just always plugged up. It's slow trickle thing. But you go to one of these superchargers and it's, um, you know, Tesla owned and it's got all the juice in the world and it's pretty quick. How much does it cost? You know, I'm going to say it costs $15. That's all. Okay. I have no basis for that number whatsoever great yeah, but the, i tried to, i tried to ask my i tried to ask my kid i'm like how much does the car cost to charge up and it's they can't really answer because it's not like i know how many miles per gallon i get or whatever it's like if if i if i fill it up all the way with electricity then i can kind of go this far but i drive you know for a month on it and you know so shit i don't know do you charge it every night like if you no know, if no I, you, you don't i mean you charge it. You charge it up when it's low, so it's not like you know the like you say these batteries you have. You know, don't leave them on the on your charger all the time because they don't have that memory and all that stuff. And that's what I'm wondering is like, so if I have a Tesla and I get, let's say, I get the t- Tesla battery thing on the side of the house or in the garage or whatever, 
do you just plug it in every time you come home? So it's always on a full, full charge. Um, I think if you just have the regular old extension cord plugged to your, to your wall as it is today, you probably the trickle probably. because you just get, yeah, it's like charging, okay. charging your car battery on the, on the lowest setting. Like there's no difference at all. Maybe when you, when you wake up in the morning to go back to work, it's up a little bit. But, um, you know, like my daughter didn't have a charger. I don't, she may still not have a charger. And she she just drives and goes to work and whatever. And then when she needs to charge it up, she go, just goes and does it. There's no, there's yeah. no like, have to. Yeah. yeah. I would get it. I would probably, if I would buy the, the wall charger from Tesla or whatever. Okay, so here's a, here's a website that says it costs $15.52 on average to charge a Tesla, depending on the car model. It costs between $10.95 and $8.14. Well, that's and a lot cheaper than a, a lot cheaper than gasoline, but I wonder if it is as fuel efficient. The Tesla supercharger network has variable costs for charging from 25 cents to 50 cents per kilowatt hour, depending on how much power the station can deliver. Tesla vehicle charge owners can charge their vehicle overnight at home for $25 a month. Wow. That is a savings. Yeah. So yeah, I got to, man, I know somebody suckers. who, yeah, I know somebody who, they did everything. They put the solar panels on their house. They got the Tesla battery. They got a Tesla, and they got the extra, you know, battery pack for the Tesla. That that if the battery if, the battery wall thing the battery wall thing. Yeah. I mean, obviously they spent a lot of money, and they said it's probably not going to pay for itself. But it's nope. now I know that I will never ever ever run out of power, right? Because they live in Southern California. It's being powered by their solar, right? Yeah. And they've got this big battery backup so they could charge their Tesla for, you know, yeah, whatever. So that's probably not a bad idea. I mean, it's an expensive. I, I, you know, I think the I think the solar panels cost what do they cost? 20 grand for a, a regular little house like ours. Yeah. And then the battery wall costs a few thousand dollars, though. I think you you need a battery wall if your power goes out a lot. I mean, it's, it's to power your house and, you know, right. you've got a defibrillator or, you know, dialysis machine or something home, you need that. But I mean, my mm. power never goes out. So I think I would be fine with just a, just a charger. Yeah. Okay. Well, you convinced me. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to get a Tesla next time I get a car. Are you? Yeah. Why not? I, I mean, think I, have, I will. My I think car I is from 1974. Car. It's time to, it's time to upgrade. But I don't like the Teslas. They're, the one I do like, it's a lot more expensive. It's the Lucid. I don't know if you've seen those or not. Who makes it? Lucid. Lucid. And okay. it is, it's like a $140,000 car, but it is absolutely gorgeous, right? And it's a beautiful looking car. It is just as good, if not better than the Tesla, right? But it looks sleeker and it looks... Oh, yeah, yeah I don't know that... But who's going to spend... I'm not going to spend $150,000 yeah. And I don't know that Tesla itself is a fantastically whatever car. I mean, it's just, it, you get in and it's like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. You don't get in it and go, oh, these seats are so, oh, this leather is, uh, you know, I can't believe, you know, it's yeah. just, a, it's a car with a giant iPad. Yeah. But um, I would think about it. And especially if I lived in, like I said, in Southern California and I would you know, we've talked about this before. I, I really do would love to have solar. You know, I think it's a smart investment. I think it. I'm waiting for, for Ikea. Ikea sells um, individual solar panels. Really? You know, yeah. So you could just do it yourself. Huh. Just get a bunch of rope, tie these solar panels on your roof. <laughs> cable tie it. Goes around. I'm going to yeah. cable tie it to my the roof. wind blows. You're like, oh, shit, I bet you some of those solar panels flipped over. Let me go back up on the roof and, and line them up again. Yeah. That kind of thing. I'll put, what, I'll put bricks on the corner. Just put bricks on the corner holding it down there. Oh, like you know, you speaking, of, speaking of houses, and we're, and we're running out of time here because yeah. we've been going forever. But uh, the Property Brothers showed up next door. So the, this woman bought a house next door to us, like old couple, been there forever. They Everybody died. And, Property you know, Brothers? Kind of what is that? Is that what you're calling them? HG, there's an HGTV TV show yeah, yeah. called The Property Brothers. And I think oh, that was, that the, was Scott, the Scott Brothers or something like that. So there's a new show they have called um, Backed by the Bros, which, which is repulsive sounding to me. <laughs> and I don't have HGTV, so I can't watch it, but any, you know, anybody else could, I guess. So on Tuesday, we got a notification. You can't park in front of the house, that kind of thing. So I parked all my cars in the street in front of my house just because fuck them. 
And um, <laughs> then they came and they shot, a, you know, some uh, an episode there. And, you know, they're in the backyard interviewing this lady. And, uh, you know, she's nice enough. I haven't really I haven't really met her. But she invited me over today to to eat in, in the backyard with a bunch of her, uh, you know, friends for her nonprofit group. But, um, yeah, they were like, oh, I think, you know, you can do this in the backyard and do this and, you know, add it. If you add another bedroom, then you can expect to get another thousand dollars a month and, you know, in rent and, you know, that kind of thing. So I guess she's going to turn it into, a, you know, another rental. rental in town. But at least it's not going to be a, you know, four story apartment building like some of these things you see. Yeah. And um, so we'll see how that. Do the property brothers pay for that? As, as for, you know, I had a friend of mine that did one of those HGTV shows and he paid a ton of money, but they, what they did was they brought in designers and materials and, and different things that he wouldn't have had access to. So I, I imagine, I mean, yes, the, was it yesterday, day before yesterday, there were some guys just ripping out old shitty cabinets in the garage. They took the garage down to the studs and, um, inside and outside is no different. Hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. I'll find wow. out. I don't know what's going to happen. But I mean, you know, the house, the house was super weird and old and unupdated. And then the, yeah, the it does moved, look weird. A guy moved weird. in and he he made weird little ramps because he had Parkinson's and needed a wheelchair access. So there's like it's a single level, but you had to go up a little ramp to get from the, hmm. you know, from the sidewalk to the dining room, I guess. But um, yeah, it's just like the super oddball kind of place. So anything they do would be great. I wish they'd fix the front of it. So it didn't look like a crazy house, but um, we'll see and if it all goes South. I'll just uh, sell my place and go get a boat. Or go live I, on a boat. What could go, what could go wrong? Go live on a cruise. Yep. So awesome. I'll, I'll keep you, I'll keep you updated on my, yeah, uh, look right. let, let me know my, how the party uh, back, goes. Yeah. Backed by the bros. Back to keep your eyes from, from that show. I heard that happens in prison. Take care, gentlemen. <laughs> See you later, everybody. Be well. <laughs> you're hungry in the morning, but now you're feeling blue. Come on and set your arse down and have yourself a brew. You walked here from Killarney, and now you know it's true. You'll suck the cock of an Irishman before the night is through. <laughs>